Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. There's a TV show on tonight at uh, seven or eight o'clock on RT One. It's called My Uni Life. One of the stars of it is a chap called Dara McElhinney. He's a sports scholar in UCD and an elite runner and trying to qualify for the Olympics this year. He's joining me now for a chat. Dara, good morning. Yeah, not too bad. All Listen, good. Uh, exciting TV show happening this evening. My Uni Life is going to be an RT1 at 8 o'clock. Uh, this is a massive nine-part documentary series um, about life in university and you're one of the students featured in it. Uh, when, when was this all shot? Uh, so kind of in the last like uh, I guess the last like kind of 12 to 18 months um, so they kind of came down and followed me for a couple of different days uh, one was kind of more like a, like an actual day in the life of when I was uh, just in college and just training and stuff like that uh, and then they are also at like the National Indoor Championships which was last February Right. Um, so it's been in the works now for a while and yeah it's exciting now that it's going on air yeah absolutely and look we'll get to the, the, the running and that side of things in a couple of minutes time but I'm just uh, kind of amazed that any university student would allow cameras to go follow them around the campus and what they do because yeah. if I remember back to my university days I'm glad there weren't even smartphones in those days not to mind an actual film crew so um, I mean yeah. obviously, it's obviously not just about you there's a lot of students involved but I mean presumably there's some pretty uh, pretty fun stuff stuff happening as well as all the serious stuff yeah well of course like it was uh, it came with a fair bit of slagging as well because I kind of let it slip to my friends that they were like going to be following me on this particular day so of course then that they were set around all, like they were kind of set up all around the campus like keeping an eye on it but uh, oh, yeah. no, it was uh, it was grand like kind of it was mostly done around the sports centre and stuff like that so okay, uh, and I was kind of trying to keep as, lo- <laughs> as low a profile from everyone else as I could <laughs> yeah as you could with the TV crew following around the place yeah, yeah. so they weren't they weren't following you into the like the, the bar uh, in the evening time and finding out who you were trying to kiss or whatever that wasn't happening no no it was all very PG <laughs> okay that's good to know um, okay but let's talk a little bit then about the, the qualification for the Olympics potentially and everything else that's going on so um, what type of running do you do uh, the 5,000 on the track. 5,000, my God. Okay, so this is long distance and endurance and speed. Because, listen, it was a long, long time ago, uh, but I did 110-meter hurdles um, in secondary oh, school good. and whatever, and I absolutely loved it, and I have to say. But obviously, that's the short burst, the intensity, uh, the, the building up of your body in certain ways. But uh, to do the long distance stuff is such a challenge, I always felt. I guess it's very, yeah, and it's very different, obviously, to what uh, to what you would have been competing in as well. Like, it's much more of a slow burner, both, like, the competition itself and the, the training around it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, obviously, like, the majority of our training is just based around volume and just, like, you know, running, like, running uh, as much volume per week as you can kind of handle or whatever, um, and then trying to mix it in with the right amount of intensity and, you know, some speed work and stuff like that, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, it's always been a dream of mine, obviously, to, to qualify for the Olympics. And it's kind of exciting coming into this year, like knowing that I have a chance to do it. Yeah. Um, and probably a little bit earlier than I would have anticipated as well. Like, I, I just turned 23, so I kind of always thought that maybe this Olympics might come like a, a year or two, like too early. You know what I mean? And that like uh, I'll be 27 for the one in, in L.A. That was kind of always like the, in, in the last like five or six years, the one that I thought would be the, the one I was really focusing on. But just good form over the last couple of years has kind of meant that like I actually have a realistic shot of qualifying for this one so it's uh, phenomenal and and talk about age for a second because you know um in sport, different ages, you know, different things happen at different ages and, and you reach a peak, I suppose, at different ages and different sports. In terms of long distance running, is, you know, your late 20s traditionally the time when somebody might peak? 
Yeah, definitely. Like the trend has been getting a little bit younger the last couple of years, but I think it's more because like the alleys that are coming through now have had more like advanced and kind of uh, you know like so much research and stuff has been done into training that like, yeah. people are training very different than they used to. So you are kind of seeing it uh, the trend like go a little bit younger, but still like the majority of the time when you're seeing like records like being ran and stuff, it's guys who are. Yeah, in their like mid to late twenties, um, and then like obviously the longer distance you go, like up towards like the ten thousand and the marathon, then it's kind of even early thirties. So right. Uh, so yeah, as a twenty-three year old, I am fairly young for the like. Um, yeah. If I did qualify, I'd, I'd probably definitely be one of the youngest in the five thousand. Whereas then, like in a lot of the sprints and um, and then obviously other sports like gymnastics or whatever, like you have teenagers who are who are tearing up the track. So it definitely changes a lot from discipline to discipline. But yeah, in my particular one, it's kind of late 20s. And then in terms of Olympic qualification, what is it you need to do to, to get there? So basically the system has changed a couple of, um, a couple of years ago. That uh, So you have like an automatic uh, qualifying time, which for the 5K is 13 minutes and five seconds. Right. So the idea was that they would get like between 50 and 75% of the qualifiers from that time bracket. Uh, and then the last like... Uh, the last selection of athletes would get through through like a ranking points. So basically, uh, throughout the window, throughout the qualification window, which is the 12 months prior to the Olympics, it's like your best three performances. Uh, it's basically you get like the average of your of your best three, and you're given like a, a number total off that. Right. Um, and you're obviously just competing with the other athletes with to get athletes, the highest number yeah. totals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, like, it would obviously just be <laughs> like the most ideal thing would be like to run the standard early because. I mean, if you run underneath 13 or 5, then you're qualified. There's no two ways about it. Right, okay, um, okay. Whereas when you're chasing points and stuff, it gets a little bit more complicated and, and um, well, it's a lot more stressful is, as well. Is the, is the world record... The world record is... Is it 12-something? Yeah, it's like 12.36. So hang on. So you're... you're <laughs> to qualify for the Olympics, you need to only be 30 seconds slower than the fastest time that's ever been run. That seems yeah. a little unfair, to be honest. Yeah, well, when you put it like that, right, it does kind of put it into perspective. <laughs> it does. I mean, talk yeah. about elite athletes. Jeepers. Yeah, like, even 1305 as well is, like, that's the, like, a lot of the countries in Europe, like, that would be their national like, national record, their yeah. National yeah. record. So, what, like, what, what, what's the best you've ever run? My best is 1317 from right. a couple of years ago. This is utterly fascinating. I can't wait to, first of all, see whether you qualify and follow your career, but also then tonight to see you uh, in my uni life. It kicks off at 8 o'clock on RT1. It's a nine-part documentary series looking at life in a lot of universities across Ireland from DCU, Maynooth, Trinity, TU Dublin, UCD, uh, University of Limerick, University of Galway. What were you in? What college were you in, Dara? Uh, I was in, I'm from Cork, but uh, I was in UCD. Right, and are you finished now? Yeah, I'm finished now, yeah. And are you focusing only on the, the running or do you have a job on top of all that? No, no, I'm a full-time full -time athlete, so I'm still Excellent. living in the area and just training out of UCD at tournament. So. Listen, we wish you the absolute best. Hopefully we're watching you run in the Olympics in the summer. That would be absolutely incredible. Best luck with it all, Darren. Thanks for chatting to me today. Yeah, thanks very much, Dave. Cheers, bye. There you go. Darren McElhaney, absolute legend, potentially qualifying for the Olympics and part of the My Uni Life TV show later on tonight. Uh, definitely worth tuning in for. But yeah, I used to be good at the 110 metre hurdles. I mean, I wasn't elite. I wasn't like Dara. In fact, there were lads in my school who were better than I was. Dunner, giving you a shout out there. You were definitely better than I was. But it was something I took really, really seriously and I really enjoyed it and ran in Leinster competitions and finals and out in Morton's Stadium and Santry and trying to you know, reduce your time and improve your technique and all the things you do when you're doing a runner. So yes, you might not think to look at me now, but I was at one point a pretty good hurdler. 
So that's what we're talking about this morning. What did he used to be good at? Shane's conjuring up images in his head. Hey, Dave. I'd say you're like a gazelle. When they're over them hurdles with your locked flowing in the air and everything. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Although I'm not sure how long the hair was when I was doing that. It was certainly long when I was playing rugby. Maria used to be good at stuff. Hi Dave, how are you? Happy Friday. Great show. And love tuning in while I'm on midterm break. Um, the thing I was really good at when I was younger was speech and drama. And I even carried it into my adult life teaching it. But... I've given it all up now, and I miss it, I have to say. It's great speech and drama for your confidence and your speech and everything, really. Thanks, Dave. Love the show. Maria in Galway. Bye. Thanks, Maria. Yeah, well, maybe you should try and get back into it if you love it so much. It would be good to have you back there. And <laughs> Philly says... Well, Dave, I used to be really good at having a shower without thinking about you. But in the last few months, though, that's changed. That's sad. <laughs> well, look, we were chatting this morning around the show and seeing who used to be good at something. Colin Minogue has a big claim to fame. What did you used to be good at? Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. Well, then. Yeah. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, it does. <laughs> there you go. I was some boy. Were you, though? Were you good? No, I was good, yeah. I was really good. Right. Like. The best in my estate, good. <laughs> I mean, there's claims of fame you can make, but the best in your estate is a big claim. Yeah, I used to clean out my, my cousin, Alan. I used to, he used to be good at FIFA, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. That was my game. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't Adam. even think, I try and think of the, the tricks and flips. Nine, could you ever do a 900? That was the, the, the trick oh. I remember the lads constantly trying. I didn't really play it that much, but what the lads who did always wanted to try and do a 900. Man, I think I'm going to have to go buy the game. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do have a PlayStation now, but do you have any skating games? No, I have no skating games. you stop? Don't mind your, like, Grand Theft Autos and all, whatever you're playing. Get your hands on to- whatever the that's, latest Tony Hawk that's is. That's my weekend sorted. All right, Gauntlet's been thrown down. Colin Minogue, Shane and Galway says, Dave, tell Cahill I'd absolutely smoke him at Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I used to be really good at them years ago. So I recently <laughs> bought a few of them and got good again. I'm laying down the challenge. <laughs> I can see us now. We're going to get a video going. It's like get the, the lads on face to face. Someone else says they're definitely downloading Tony Hawk for the weekend as well. <laughs> Listen, lads, do whatever you need to do. No name on this voice note, but I hear you. I used to be so good at Irish dancing when I was a little girl. And now I'm doing Strictly Come Dancing for charity and I actually have two left feet. <laughs> I'm dreading the big night. I will best look at the big night whenever you do it because, look, you'll be fine. If you do your work in the training and the practice, you'll be absolutely fine. Magella's in Kildare. Magella Leeson, hiya. Hiya, Dave. How are you? Well, good. What did you used to be really good at? Um, well, it used to be Camogie back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played up at a county level up until minors and just played on with the clubs then, but... I actually had uh, my daughter and I kept playing. Yeah. She came with me. And then I had a son, but he was special needs, so that was the end of that. All right. What are their so names? Then, what, are the, what are the daughter and son's names? Uh, Amy is 20 and Danny is 14. Ah, big hello to, uh, hello to Amy and Danny. Right. And so then did you, did you just stop playing then? Yeah, I stopped playing because Danny's needs were just too much to try and put to training that around as well. And, yeah. 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 And were you ever tempted to go back? Oh, yeah, I was. But then it was just my cousin took over training the local club and he kept saying, yeah, come on back, come on back. Yeah. And so then I thought I was still 21, but at this stage I'm 40. <laughs> so, so how did that go? 
Well, I stopped playing for 16 years, went back, training was okay, trained for six weeks, travelled to Leeds, uh, played a challenge match, 20 minutes in, tore my ACL. <gasps> oh my God, and your first match back? First match, not even a proper match, Dave, it was a a challenge match. Oh my God, a friendly, and you tore your ACL. If anyone doesn't know, that's basically ripping your knee in half on the inside. And yeah. I, I presume you haven't played since. Oh God, no. I think it was debut in retirement. When you no. have a 20 year old daughter <laughs> looking over your head, when you're down in the ground screaming yeah. in pain and telling you, Ma, oh. I told you you shouldn't. <laughs> oh no, you poor thing, Magella. Well, look, at least you gave it a try. Fair play to you. All right, listen. Oh, it has to be done. It yeah. has to be done. Thanks for sharing that. Perfect. Thanks, See you Dave. later. Bye. Bye bye. Uh, Geraldine's been in touch as well, speaking of having kids. Dave, I used to be really good. I mean, really good at sleeping. And then I had children, <laughs> and they've just ruined it all for me. Yes, children will do that. We all know that. All of us who've had kids. Kyle, as well, what about you? Hi, Dave. Kyle Dempsey here. Uh, I used to be fairly handy at soccer, but. Unfortunately, I'm just gone too old now and body won't do what I want this to do. Used to play for Wexford and Asher. Suppose it happens to everyone. It does. Age catches with everyone, sure. Look at Mr. Casemiro. I mean, age is catching up with him like there's no tomorrow. And Rory? Hi, Dave. Good morning. I used to be really good at whistling. I could whistle tunes. I could go up and down octaves and the whole lot. Uh, but after the loss of a front tooth, which is now a crown, I've completely lost the ability to whistle. As in... <laughs> That's as near as I can get. Thanks. (laughs) All right, thanks, Rory. Dave Moore. On Today FM. Podcast.